0: que nadie se se ofenda, pero hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo.
1: Son más sentimientos
2: Valor mais alto se levanta, valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futbolísticos, chama-se quem
3: Good evening, gentlemen. We are back for season two. It's been a a few weeks, a month or so since our last conversation. How's everyone's summer? Good. Welcome
1: back, guys. Welcome back. Hopefully back for a better season. Let's do this. I know.
3: You took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Um, Today, we got a lot to cover. Um, I'm going to try a different format. Uh, for this season, try to cut down um, the time of the podcast. We're looking at between 60 to 65 minutes. Um, normally we'll do a, a quiz 1904 at the end of each podcast. Um, I didn't have enough time to finish the layovers. So I will, uh, we'll kick that one off uh, in the next podcast. Um, in terms of topics for today, preseason, we will touch quickly on the Luis Lufieta situation. We don't want to get too much uh into discussion with it because it's a rabbit hole that could never end um so we'll touch on it quickly uh signings who's coming who's going what are your thoughts on those uh performance so far this preseason in the games that we've been able to see uh what are our expectations uh in terms of all the competitions in terms of the players um who are you thinking is going to have a breakout season who do you think is going to be average at best um We'll look ahead to Spartak Benfica pre uh, elimination fixture two legs this time around. It's instead of one, Uh, we travel to Moscow on Wednesday. Um, They come to Lisbon on the 10th um, in a week or so, Um, an important match. Uh, And then if we get past this. Uh, set of matches we then have to play the winner of psv eindhoven and uh Mid- i think it's called they're in uh, norway i believe um and then Muradens benfica at the weekend first game of the league um won't be easy uh, and uh we'll just touch quickly on that in terms of uh expectations and results so to start Luis Viti, again I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this one. Um, I'll just put a question out there. Uh, I guess Oscar I'll start with you. Are you at all surprised at uh, what happened with him and are you surprised how things have panned out since? I
1: I have my opinion with Luis Viti and I think me and you we've gone to a few arguments over the the last few months about this. It's more like I I understand what he did is not there's some something fishy, or else he wouldn't be resigning, right? Um, But until all the eggs are laid out, everything is laid out on the table. The proof is proof, and there's no coming back from it. I'm not gonna judge the guy because I know I know that kind of stuff happens in every single high, the club in Europe, right? So so uh, so until he gets something to get. Okay, he did this illegally, and he he basically screwed Benfica. I'm gonna keep my opinion to myself until it's proven. Once it's proven, and he did fuck with Fikar over, then I hope he gets in trouble. I hope he goes to jail, and I don't want to see him ever again. Until then, <laughs> innocent until proven guilty is my way of thinking on this one.
3: Anyone want to add to that? No? Well, I,
1: I mean, <laughs> I agree with with what Oscar
0: said. Um, I've always been a Luis Felipe guy. It's kind of. Um, sad for me to, to see, you know, what the club's going through with this, but I kind of like how we're, you know, reacting, you know, kind of staying quiet. Um, You know, these, these last couple of signings have been kind of hush hush kind of out of nowhere. So the club's kind of focused on the right things, less focused on all that kind of BS that's going on in the background. So uh, I like the way Rui Costa has kind of taken over and kind of focused our, you know, at least, you know, most of the attention on the upcoming season, putting together the roster and, and focusing on champions league.
3: Jay, anything to add to that?
2: No, I mean, I kind of agree with what Oscar, it's not, it's tough to say until they figure all the information out and everything happens, but I don't know. It just sounds fishy. It's it doesn't look good, especially to start off the year, but um, we'll see what happens and hopefully, we got a couple of big games coming up, and hopefully we can react good on, a, on the field at least.
3: Do you do you guys think it's the right decision to do what Drew Costa said in his interview the other day uh, with TV where the plan is to have elections before the end of the year? He said he didn't want to be basically the guy who fell into that next spot and ended up being the president. Um, or do you think – You follow the chain of command um, and your vice president becomes your president and he stays for the remainder of the tenure unless something gets something happens and he ends up getting kicked out. But do you do you agree with the approach of having the elections before the end of the year? Or do you think it should have just stayed with you follow the tenure and you stay? Who wants to jump on that one?
1: I'll 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 be honest. I like Rui Costa as the president. And I and I and I think if not 80%, if not more than 80% of the Benficistas also follow that, that train of thought, even if he goes to elections, I think he wins. And it's a, it's more of a peace of mind for him that the Benficistas elected him. So I, I don't mind going to elections and having him win fair and square.
3: That was going to be my next question also yeah. to you and Kenny and Jay is in addition to what I asked, um, when elections come around and we assume that Rui Costa will be in the elections, um, do you think he wins?
2: well it's, I gonna, think, it's gonna be tough to beat <laughs> at least i
0: think so i mean J, jnl had a pretty good strong following um so i think a lot of the 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 anti you know loosely vieta uh fan base is is also like against i think somewhat against Rui Costa as well they want the whole of to sound out, out of there so i think it will be a tougher race but I, I hate the elections. I, I think, I mean, you saw the distraction it was last year. I think, you know, the people that are anti Luis Livieta and anti Dededa sound that's in there right now, they're just going to they're going to continue down that that path. They're just going to cause more divide um in the, you know, amongst the team. I I agree with Oscar though. I think, you know, having an election and and having, you know, hopefully a landslide win by one or the other will kind of just like unify gotcha. everyone instead of div- the division that we have right now yeah. but it's going to be a huge distraction and we have a very you know we have to i mean <laughs> we have to come back and, and be strong as as a unit as a team as a leader sound the whole the whole thing so i hate the fact that we have to deal with that in september or october whenever it
1: happens and another thing i gotta say is if if i knew right now ahead of time that Ricosta if they go to elections if Ricosta loses i would rather not have elections
3: <laughs> <So that> was, <laughs> um, do you think, so just quickly to close off on this, do you think that it I don't being, think. being elections in, you know, October, November, um, do you think it's going to essentially come down to, uh, results, right? Like, because realistically Rui Costa is this idolized player, um, at Benfique, and I think there's a problem with people being able to separate the player from the guy that's the president or the Didi Gint or whatever he was, um, do you think that... I personally think that if they were to have elections today, Rui Costa wins, and I think by a substantial margin. Um, if Benfica starts off the season well, gets into Champions League, the results are flowing, I think he wins by a large margin. If Benfica gets knocked out of the Champions League, do you think that puts in jeopardy Rui Costa's tenure as president of the club. When it comes to an election,
1: I I do, I do. Just like we see Peter last year, when he wasted all that money and then they they came out of champions, right? Everybody wanted wanted him out. You waste all this money and you get you can't even make champions. So Rui Costa me the same thing. He just spent seventeen million on uh, the 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 Ukrainian player and all that. If that those guys don't pan out, same thing.
0: I think it's I think that's too early though to. To tell, I mean, I think Jesu's job is is at risk. Um, I think he, I think he's more at risk than than you know Rui Costa. I think I, I liked what I saw from his interview. I I can I can see. Yeah, I, I'm obviously that's my that's my idol, right? Rui Costa is my idol, but I can totally see the the rui costa the the president or the you know the executive like you can you can see the difference and i like the way he's handled it i i, I think that he he's the right man for the job but um i would i wouldn't think his, his it would be at risk if we failed to get into champions league or have no, a- not
1: not a risk because I'm, I'm talking about elections if we had elections you just said it would be a tough race right I, I so think with I with I losing I don't, I don't. with losing out of champions, you don't think it'll be even tough, tougher? I think I think
0: it's tougher. Yeah. I already think it's tough as it is because right. JNL had a huge following. I don't I don't right. think I think if he's gonna lose, it's not gonna be whether it's because it's a good a bad start. I just think he's gonna lose if if the JNL people really stick with with him. Right, right, but it tip,
1: it'll tip the, the balance of the scale a little bit more towards Ricosta or away from Ricosta if he makes champions or not, uh, doesn't make champions. So like, just like a different, Luis V like last year when we came out, everybody wanted his head and, and if he made champions, when, went into the group stage of champions, it would have been a different story. Look at that. You wasted said money, but went to champions.
3: Yeah. So Jay, what were we going to say?
1: I mean,
2: I, I honestly don't see him losing at all, even if it goes to election or not. But, um, I mean, Oscar and Kenny kind of said it all between both sides. It all depends on, so it's definitely going to be in October.
3: They said before the end of the year, but normally the statutes say that you need like a two month time frame just to be able to set up the candidacy and everyone get time adequate time to be able to put things together. So I would anticipate October, probably the earliest. November, probably most likely.
2: I just hope it's not like big news, like like Kenny said, like last year, and becomes a distraction. Like we need a win this year. In my like, so we need a had the team concentrated on the field more than what's going like what's the noise outside.
3: Yeah, I agree. And that's why I hate elections in the middle of a season. Yeah. He Rui Costa did admit to saying that he would look at the uh changing the statutes to um potentially change the elections to during the off-season not in the middle of the season, but he said now's not the time to think about that. Right now he wants to focus on preparing the season, getting in the Champions League, getting all the teams from the Mudalidads ready to go and then they'll take that next step um before i jump yeah but
1: before you go jump into the next thing uh, if this you know comes out that elusive theater is innocent of all is is not guilty of anything that's happened what happens there since he resigned he's out anyways
3: yeah he would basically have to run reelect himself or recandidate himself to So him
2: resigning did he had a choice or he just did it out of goodwill
3: so he did it, but he was essentially forced. He was stronghand, basically. If he remained, if he didn't resign, the the judge wouldn't have released him. He would have right. stayed in jail. Him him resigning basically was like saying, Okay, all this stuff that he's being um, that he's being accused of, if he resigns, he now cannot continue that process, right? Because he's not involved in Mefica, so he can't continue this process. Whereas if he didn't resign, they couldn't let him out of jail because he he could still basically carry on what he was doing so him resigning wasn't whether it was his choice or not i don't know but it was more because if he didn't he would stay in jail and now he's on house arrest but he needs to come up with the three million dollar um payment basically um to allow him to come off of house arrest and he's he's offered his Benfica shares in um, one of his buildings, I can't remember where it was, like a complex. But the judge said that it didn't equate to that three million. So he's still trying to figure out where he can come up with that.
0: It's essentially part of, you know, it's 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 part of his conditions of release. Yeah, is,
3: exactly. He can't
0: talk, to, like he can't have any communication with Rui Costa or any of the Dita Correct. Sound. So how can he continue to, you know, be part of uh, the Dita sound or uh, run as president if he can't have any communication with them? So Correct. eventually, he, they they kind of strong armed him into yeah. resigning, essentially.
3: Essentially. Um, Quickly here, Luca Furtado says he thinks Rui Costa is the ideal person to, to be in charge of the club. Benficista since birth, he knows Armistica. He was a world-class player, um, and he just started, but he sees a lot of good things out of him, along with Rui Pedro Braz. um abrazo, Yeah, I, I will say that uh, Rui Pedro Braz is one of those guys that, everyone criticized like we went and got this guy from tv what does he know about doing what he's doing in the game and i mean he's put his head down and he's whether it's him or others involved obviously he's not the only one doing it but i think that they've pulled off some pretty interesting deals and i we talked about it on chat as well Uh, i think rui costa's pull in the world of football, I think, plays a massive factor, right? Like the newspaper recently said that Rui Costa called Shevchenko while he was at the Euro, right, to have a conversation with Yadamshuk, right? Like, is that something, like, someone like Rui Costa having these relationships, right, same thing with Maldini, with Maite, um, right? I think having someone of that caliber that has those friendships across the world of the sport, I think, gives you a leg up. Not and I, sure. I think that make that could make a serious difference for us.
1: And that's and that like the same thing when Rui Costa became president of Benfica or not we thought that he was going to run for presidency last year, dude. Rui Costa becoming president of Benfica it's almost like Figo becoming president of Sporting. The contacts those two can create and players that they can bring in because of their name is insane. I I was so scared of Sporting signing uh, Figo as a president though, or or not signing but like having him run. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Rui Costa has been already doing that. I mean, he's he's been doing that behind the scenes. Yeah, a, but
1: there, but there, when Bruno Carvalho left, those rumors that Figo's going to take over.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and so I was scared. I was actually scared at that time. I was like, "Dude, Figo has so many connections that that."
3: Yeah, but didn't uh, happen. Telmo th- <laughs> Thel- <laughs> asks Yadam uh, shook, <laughs> which we're going to get to right now. So I'm going to hold on to your question, Telmo. Um, coming and going and returns. So. Arrival so far this season. Um, Yadam Shook from Ghent, 18.7 million US dollars for 75% of his pass. Uh, Maite from Torino, 6.6 million US. Gil Diaz from Monaco, uh, 1.65 million US. Rodrigo Pino and João Mario from Marítimo and Inter, both free transfers. That were Mario they really, won. though? The João Mario one was free. I'll use air quotes. Yeah, but,
1: but 7 million. Let's count on 7
3: million. <laughs> well, we're probably going to have to buy. That guy, what's his name, Lazaro, or whatever his name is, to basically compensate for the free yeah. transfer that we got from. But hey, it was free on the papers, so that's all it's that for, No, no,
1: but it's the, the offer was seven million, and yeah. They it. So, seven million is what I'm counting. If he could okay. lost in that deal, <laughs>
3: um, returns at least relevant returns we got Ferro, Vinicius, Florentino, Jetson, and Jota. Uh, rumor today. Vinny might be headed to Eintracht Frankfurt for uh, a loan with the obligation to buy, twenty-five million dollar fee. Um, and departures, we got Brinho, uh to Shakhtar for nineteen point eight million. US. Unbelievable! He just scored. <laughs> he just scored this a couple of days ago. Um, Congratulations! Nunu Tavares, eight point eight million US. Like, no apples, boys. He, le- <laughs> he leaves the. One team and he goes to the other team. Like, I can't get away from this guy. Like, I don't know what the hell, what, and then he scores dude, you, on his first game. Dude, I'm
2: telling you, you're gonna be his biggest fan by the end oh of the year. Oh my game. god, hey, oh
3: listen. my god, I, I <laughs> hope it can't get any worse, right? Like, I hope that it turns out and he, he ends up being good, but I, I'm not holding my breath. Uh Franco Servi to Celta Vigo, 4.4 million US. Caio Lucas went to Charger FC in the UAE. For 2.2 million US. How the hell did we get money for that guy? Um, Krovinovic went to High Duke Split after he was shit-talking George Jesus. Uh, <laughs> 1.65 billion US. Uh, Smith who just went to Vitoria de Guimaraes uh, on a permanent deal. 1.65 million US. And then Tiago Dantes uh, went to Tundela on a loan. Um, and Nuno Santos went to Paso Freira, uh on a loan as well. Nuno Santos is the one that was at um last year so with all of that said um you you talked about the purchases but we had a lot of plays back from loan. i just a i said lot. the relevant i said the relevant ones ferro vini florentino jetson and jota there was a bunch of others yanni gonzalez yeah But yeah. the relevant one those are the most relevant ones um so with all of that uh jay i'm gonna start with you um who do you think of all of those signings who are you most excited about?
2: Uh, probably
3: it could, it could be a signing, or it could be someone that came back on loan. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm excited to see João Mario in the middle. I mean, especially that's where we we struggled a lot last year, and I feel like we kind of attacked that position this year um, with Mate and uh, João Mario. I mean, I'm just hoping that he can. Kind of do similar to the same things that he usually does, uh, especially what he did at Spartan last season. Um, I'm surprised. Uh, like, you and Oscar were talking about the deal. I didn't even hear about that $7 million or we have to buy some of – I didn't hear about that, but that's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I, it was a position that we struggled a lot. Um, we won't see Tara probably too much. Uh, this
3: don't season. hold your breath. We might still.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know, not as much as we did last year. Um, even though he started coming on – coming along pretty well at, towards the end of the year. But I'm excited for that, to be honest. Um, kind of fix – hopefully try to fix our middle of the field where we kind of struggled a lot last season. We kind of got dominated in games.
3: Kenny, who are you most excited about? Well,
0: <clears throat> up to this – up till about, you know, yesterday two days ago was Joel Marty because, like Jay said, I mean, that was the biggest weakness for me the entire season last year. I mean, everyone knows that. So he's going to be a huge help, um, but I mean, I think I mean Yaremchuk is going to be a, a stud player. I'm I'm curious to see how we <laughs> how we play.
2: But, Oscar, Oscar. It's a good Oscar's like another Darwin.
1: Darwin. <laughs> 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 exactly. I, what I was going to say. Oh, no, no, he, he had a great.
0: Start. I mean, he had a great Euro. He had a great Euro. I. I. We have a ton of forwards. So I'm curious to see. I mean, I would assume he's really, gonna sure. play a four-four-two. Um, or else you got a, a bunch of money sitting on the bench. But um and, and Gonzalo Ramos has, has had a good uh preseason. So, you know, someone's gonna either you play with um one forward and a lot of a lot of money on the bench or a lot of talent on the bench, or you're gonna play with two forwards. So I'm curious to see what he does there. Um, but I think yeah, those are the two that I'm excited about. The interesting one is the 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 might guy i don't know where he fits in that was kind of a weird signing i'm sure there's some sort of plan for him it's i, I mean they can't there has to be something you know going on there so i can't wait to see him play and see what he can do because i have no idea anything about him really maybe
2: so, maybe weigel maybe going to be gone in
3: january <laughs> i don't know there hasn't been enough there hasn't been a lot of rumors about weigel leaving they were originally but um I d I wouldn't be surprised if I think his name is Maite and and Vigel played together. Um he brings a little bit more steel to that midfield, there's a bigger body, he could throw his body around. And if you guys listen to uh Georges' press conference after the I believe it was the Marseille match, um Gerson played, yeah. It was after the Marseille match, he said, o Maite vai interesse um algo diferente ao nosso meio campo, os, os nossos jogadores. Um uh, no tem muita força e os jogadores do do Mercedes até, o, até os in no ar. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean it's true though, in the midfield there's there was no one that could win a freaking header right. in that midfield. So he, right. he brings the size, but I don't know. Is he I don't I don't really know anything about him. I don't know if he's more of an well, attacking player, a defense more of a defensive midi, but he's definitely he's definitely a body. I mean the guy's well, monster,
1: so hopefully
2: hopefully he's better than Gabriel, which was our backup oh, for yeah, wago last season. That's easy.
1: <laughs> you, got, you guys don't think Tino stays,
3: dude. So uh, the I, thing is, he doesn't give him a chance, dude. I saw rumors that he wanted to go to Bra- Braga. Wanted him. Uh, I, I think, like him. But I, I think, think Tino stays. I like. I think he'll be one of the three because Gabi's leaving. How about right? what, what do you think with Jetson?
0: I like Tino over Jetson.
1: I uh, think Tino's defensive. Jetson is more of a number eight. That Dejounte spot.
3: But I saw JJ. Galatas and I asked to have Jetson on loan and JJ said, no, he's part of his plan. But I wouldn't be surprised if JJ plays him outside than in the middle, right? In the preseason, he played him as like a right winger, as a right back, right wing back type position. He rarely played in the middle. He transitioned after a couple subs, he moved him in the middle, but he seems to prefer him out wide than in the middle of the park.
2: I'd like for him to kind of, like an understudy for João body like that would be like perfect but i mean you're right he has been playing on the outside
3: oscar I, your I,
1: studying? I'm obviously you guys know the answer to that one it's absolutely <laughs> João mario um until until we figure out who leaves up front from the forwards we we can't say uh, Yarmil, what's the fuck is his name yarmulchuk Yarmil- 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 <laughs> Yarmil- <laughs> Yarmil- <laughs> Yarmil- i don't know much about him i saw i saw him play in the year, I saw him play in the Euro in the Euro Cup. I didn't see him a gank, so I don't know how really he, how good he is. I mean, highlights on YouTube. Like you guys shit on me for do, saying this, but everybody looks good. Uh, so I don't know what he brings to Benfica because we have strikers left and right in Benfica that uh, that are uh, that need to leave because they they all can't play. Gonzalo Ramos, Vinicius is now there, which is Vinicius and, and and this guy to me is a similar player. So if one if he comes in, Vinicius has to leave. They get. Can't both play. Gusal Ram just coming to his zone. That means Seferovik is gonna be another bencher. Darwin Mr. 25 million. What the fuck is gonna happen to him? Like who, 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 come what, back what? from injury guy? Give him let him come back from injury first. Yeah, we waited a year for him to play. So let's now let's wait, give him another year for injury. And then it was COVID again. Let, let's 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 give him like three years. Why not? He's lucky. You know, he uh, needs time to yeah. adapt. But all right, so who am I most excited about? The position that we needed the most last year in our midfield number eight. That's what we needed. That's Jean-Mario. That's who I'm excited to see this year playing.
3: Fair. Um, yep. Just to run through some of these questions. So, Telmo Ferreira, uh, Feria asked about Yaramchuk. Kenny gave his opinion. Oscar talked about YouTube videos. Jay, anything to add? Are you excited, concerned?
2: I don't know much about him, but it's we spent a lot of money on our forwards and – none of them have left so it's kind of interesting to see what's gonna who's the someone's gonna get shipped out i'm just waiting to see which works
1: from, from what i saw i mean from the highlights in the from I saw in euro he can use both feet um so that that's a big plus for us um we have either either a guy that can only shoots left or shoots right and we don't have one that can use both feet and uh and that's that's a great great you know Thing to have, or or feel so like I, I don't know much about him. Is he like a big body? Yeah. F- strike the yeah. thing
3: that stood out to me, apart from being able to shoot with both feet and being a physical presence, is he has some pretty good pace for a big guy. Yeah. He's he's massive. So he's he's, he's, he's pretty cool. kind of like he's,
2: so, he's, have, so it's basically Darwin without clown shoes. Hopefully. No,
3: no, no, no.
1: He's no. he's like he's like he reminds me of Cardozo, but three yeah. times faster.
3: More athletic. Yeah. More athletic. Yeah. yeah. More yeah. Athletic. yeah. Um. Tom, will let us know what your thoughts are on, on Chuk. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Um, Giuseppe, welcome back, Giuseppe. Um, he asked, does Judson leave? He seemed to have finished the season well. What do you guys think? Do you think he stays? Do you think he goes? Do you think it's better that he stays? Do you think it's better that he goes?
2: If he if he goes, to, I mean, he's going to want to go to make money, right? I mean, I think feel like that's the only reason why he would honestly leave. He's not going to want to stay in Portugal, which is what I would love for him to do because – but no team's going to pay him. Like if you got, a, you got a team in Turkey ready to pay you, like you're actually going to want to go there over the first division, but I would like for him to stay and kind of be part of the team. But I mean, I don't, there's so many guys still that need to be cut or be sent to the B team. And I think he's going to be probably one of the players that leaves.
0: I think uh, I I kind of agree. So, we definitely have to trim the fat, right? We got a huge squad. They're they're gonna try to trim it a little bit. I think he stays if he's willing to be like one of those utility players that can play in different positions. But if it's like, you know, he wants to play in the midfield, I don't think I don't think he's gonna stay.
3: Oscar, you agree? Object.
1: I see. I wish I saw more hustle in in uh, Jetson. I I saw the whole tournament, the U twenty one tournament. Yeah. And and. He, he plays like he, he looks like a baller, he looks like he can play, and then he has he no hustle out of him. Like, I, you see Renato Sanchez and in, in the Euro Cup in the hustle that he had, like chasing balls, you know, always like bumping off people. Jessen is like, like, I agree. If, if you had like some ballerina shoes, give it to him because that's what he's <laughs> playing in the field. <laughs> I
0: totally good. agree with that. I yep. was frustrated watching the U21s when he'd come in. That was yeah. bad.
3: Yeah, I agree um Luca says uh so actually I
2: have a question would you guys all choose Florentino over Jetson if you had to stay in the field yeah to stay on the on the
1: team yeah yeah I agree that's a no-brainer
3: yep um for those of you guys in the chat answer Jay's question would you keep Vin? would you keep Jetson or would you keep Tino I think the answer is obvious but we'll see uh Luca says Vinnie and Seth are gonna be sold um personally he would prefer that Seth not leave, uh, but with Jaromchuk coming, there's not really much of an alternate. Um, Luca Walschmidt, who has been rumored to potentially be on the chopping block as well, if Benfica can get some money from him. Um, he hasn't shown much. Um, if Benfica is able to make a good deal, it um, wouldn't be bad to get rid of him and um, and potentially going to get a player like uh, Edwards uh, from Guimaraes, who Sparting was after, um, but Guimaraes wanted too much money.
2: That's a good call on Luca. Luka, he's kind of like on the chopping block, I feel like, too. I can yeah, see him.
3: There's rumors that there's a market for him in Germany, um, but Benfica very unlikely will get a return on the investment that they made. I think we spent something like $17 million and likelihood of us getting that back is slim. Um, would you guys? Is that a JJ signing? Well, it was in that summer whether it was I, I can't imagine jj would have said uh no and they would have signed him right I, I would i have to believe that he was part of the yes go sign him whether it was his preference or not is indifferent right but i can't imagine they would have spent that money on a player that he didn't want do you guys i guess agree here with with luca in terms of right is right i, I think Vinny and Seth are most likely gone, right? With the the with the signing of Yadomchuk, we have Gonzalo Ramos, we have Darwin still, um, right? There's going to be too many strikers. Do you guys think Luca is one of those guys that if we get a good deal, fine, let's let him go? Or do you think he's one of those guys that could potentially explode this season after what he showed us last year?
1: But playing where and playing out what minutes? Yeah,
2: yeah dude. It's like, there's not going to be any time for him. Like every start.
1: You gotta think, cause, yeah, yeah. Players like that, like Luca and like Gonzalo Ramos, they need consistency. And with this team, especially the, the money they're, they're wasting on on these Yarmachuk, whatever players like that, they're not gonna have consistent minutes. They're not. So, uh, so uh, Luca had him at the beginning because they spent that kind of money on him, but then he fell off the. Then never saw him again. So
0: yeah, I, I yeah, I rather see like Gonzalo Ramos in in you know Luca's spot. You know, and give and give the minutes to to our kid versus the German, you know, but um, yeah, if we can get a good return, I'd sell him, but I don't know if they're going to give up that easily. You know, he's he's still a young kid. They invested a lot of money. I don't know.
3: He's highly oh. rated in Germany. They want they like they want him to play because they they think he's a fundamental piece to their national team progression. Yeah, Jay.
2: The only thing is like if they sell Vinny and and Seth, then. It's just, um, I, I,
1: we, have the, we have the we have the Pino guy so too have, from Madrid. We were get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <bad>. hey, <so laughs> he was, he was gonna get rolled
3: though. So was, we would be he was left, gonna left gonna go with Rodrigo like Pino. Like uh, we was would he have him free at least? Yeah, yeah was Pino free. was free. Yeah, God, yeah. God, they, they, they
0: should they pay us to take him. Jesus.
3: uh Nunu from the Portuguese um, podcast is convinced that we only signed him to stop him from going to Sporting.
1: What a mistake that was. <laughs>
3: um Gary Spart- in the chat Spartan
1: got Spartan got their own Paulinho.
3: Yeah. Imagine they had both. More expensive though. Uh Gary says I think he's gonna have a good season. I'm assuming he's referring to to Luca Valtchmitt. Uh he's a tough one. I think he started he started off the season hot, right? Got a lot of assists, he was really involved, and then he's kind of like slowly fallen off the bandwagon. Um, and even in the preseason, like he hasn't like stood out. Like he hasn't. So looked at all. Like- him and, and Darwin yeah. had a connection at the beginning yeah. of last season. That there, was a, you know. there was an article today, I think it was today in the newspaper that I read, that uh, JJ is considering selling him because he's not able to relay the messages and communicate with him the way that he would like. Whether there's any truth to that or not, <laughs> I don't know. But JJ don't speak English. <laughs> and Waldo probably doesn't speak much Portuguese. So it's well, probably... And like,
1: oh, hey, hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus doesn't speak Portuguese either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's why PZ wasn't starting. Maybe, that's he why. He doesn't understand him. Do you see
2: <laughs> PZ started this year?
1: I think so. I think I think I see... I see If we play a four back, about, I see We're going to, yeah, to get to that. We're going to get
3: to that. Be patient. Um, One more question before we jump away from this topic um and i think some of you may have already hinted to it but is there is there a signing that we've made that completely left you confused or is there a player that's currently still in the squad that hasn't left yet that you're confused as to why he is still with this team so
2: my i'm gonna answer it a little bit like my concern is i have a concern about grimaldo leaving and our backup being gil diaz i think at the moment (laughs) that it like that kind of scares me i mean I, i know it's not it doesn't answer your question but i mean that's like the only one like the only thing that i'm kind of worried about overall in our squad is that
3: so does the gil diaz signing confuse you do you think he doesn't really bring much to this team
2: I mean, I I don't know much about him, and I I barely saw any games in the preseason. To be honest, I saw a couple, and I think I saw like him play like fifteen minutes. But like, I don't I don't know what he can do defensively, or or how he like how he even plays. To be honest, I don't remember much about
1: him. Overall. Isn't Gil Diaz? is a a midfielder?
3: Yeah, he's a left winger. He's basically like a Fabio Cuenca. Basically, what just trying to do with him, what he did with Fabio Cuenca.
1: Cara, i saw só <laughs> but like, dude, that doesn't know what to do with them. He that, just that, him that, on that's left
2: our right left
0: back. That's
2: yeah. our left back, though. Like, that's the crazy yeah. part. Like, Griezmann goes downward, and Griezmann isn't the greatest in the world either. We're struggling to even get any type of money for him. If he was that great that everyone keeps saying he is, like, he
3: there's could... rumors that he's he's potentially on his way out. But I don't think anyone's offered up the money that Benfica wants.
0: I mean, well, yeah. If, if Griezmann leaves, there's got to be a there's got to be a Another
3: one. This... Well, the rumor is that if Grimaldo leaves, maybe he could go after Wendel. Ven- yeah. I think his name. Oh. is a left back from Leverkusen. Um, and then the other guy, I think that guy from Inter, that Lazaro guy, I think is a left back. I think he what can about, on both sides. Is that Wendel, is that Wendel guy good?
2: Maybe I they want to. you have never, do, s- like I've your, never he, seen him play. Like your brother says, maybe he, he's good. Maybe a Luca for Wendel.
3: I've never seen yeah. him play. But uh, that Montiel guy that you're talking about, Kenny, he's a right back. He's that River Plate?
0: Yeah. Well, JJ will just put him at left back.
3: <laughs> be careful what we wish for. We might end up with Renda Almeida at left back.
1: <laughs> Dude, is it, it's kind of, it's kind of I, I, that's probably the one I trust most. <laughs> we we have we have a lot of right backs and Rendal coming back and all that, but why aren't they like looking for a left back? If especially if Gilberto, I mean, uh, if uh, Grimaldo has mar- a market that they might be selling him. They and just they just, the, they just put just a price course. on him, right? Thirty twenty million, right? So a solid backup too. Solid, yeah, okay. That he, he should have gone with like three other but players. The,
3: but the rumor is that Befica is looking for has a left back earmarked, but they're only going to do it if Grimaldo leaves. So they'll reinvest that money if he leaves to go get a starting. But the plan is that Gil Diaz will end up being the backup left back. So that's wild.
2: Wait, they're, um, they're going to do to well, Gil Diaz. Exactly. If, if it's a left wing back, I wouldn't mind it. But
1: if it's a left back, that's kind of what they, they're going to do to Gil Diaz what he did to Uh
3: Lucas says most likely Lazarus from Inter is going to end up coming. We need to sell Gilberto urgently, or or we can offer him with a nice bow on top. <laughs> the bow will be more expensive than him. <laughs>
1: Dude, I, uh, you guys, you still, you guys are still downing Gilberto, huh? Gilberto had a pretty good preseason. I, I don't, I don't.
3: I think every game he was, he was consistently playing because he yeah. just came back from injury, right? So I think he's, he's where, a where, ahead of where was he that bad
1: that you guys are shitting on him? I, I don't get it.
3: I don't think he's bad. I just don't. Th- I don't think he's good. I don't think he's bad, like like Catozo says, right? Sometimes good, sometimes shit. But I don't. I think he's in the middle there. I don't think he's good, and I don't think he's bad. But I don't think he's good enough for Benfica.
1: But on his first year, he's not good enough for Benfica. But Darwin sucked ass, and he's good enough for Benfica. (laughs) Let's give him fucking. Let's give him another three years. Open up a can of worms. So yeah, we go. This I don't. That's what I. I mean, these the first both of the first both players' first year, Darwin. Oh my god, superstar! But Darwin's
2: 21, Gilberto's like 20 something.
1: I, I I, don't care, but he's gonna he do bad. Good. He did, he played the whole season and he wasn't bad. I don't, he he sucked in the beginning. He was yeah, and that the first
2: five but, games, it I mean, says
3: it all right here. You can't take away his attitude and his interest on the field, but he doesn't have the quality to be on Vaifika. I agree 100. Same thing I said sometimes good, sometimes shit. he's not good and he's not bad. <laughs> All right, I I guess I gotta disagree with that. Kenny, Kenny? Nice, you nice know,
1: like Gilberto? I dude, we voted him best player on the field a lunch a bunch of times last year. We did.
0: I don't it, mind, I don't mind Gilbert. Like just like Gil V is just you know a, a serviceable backup. I think Gilberto is a yeah. serviceable player. I think I, he's
3: a serviceable backup, and he wasn't expensive. To be our starter, I don't think he. I think he's miles Just, away. But I, I don't yeah, think he's going to be our that, starter. I think you have that's for Diogo You have, you have,
0: Almeida, you have Diogo, Diogo Gonzalez when he gets back.
3: Yeah, we
1: have. I mean, I don't
2: like, think that I, Almeida sees like, much I, of the field. I, I, we got to start with Diogo.
3: I agree, but he's hurt. Yeah, but he's hurt. I mean, when's he yeah. going to come back? That's the
2: question. I thought he was already training. I thought he was already training back.
3: He is, but how do we know how long it's going to take? Right? I don't think. I don't say he
2: starts. This, this We're going to end up with game.
3: Gilberto. Hopefully, we get through the Champions League qualifications. But right, like that's a gap that we probably should have addressed. And I don't think uh, Andrade Almeida sees much of the field. Um, but it is what it is. Um, Oscar, what's the what's the signing that confused you most, or the player that you're surprised is still at the club?
1: I'm surprised. I'll be honest. I'm surprised that uh, the that we're, we're still holding on to Samadis the way the the it's 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 spinning out. I think uh, he's overdue to leave. I like Samadi's; he's one of my favorite players. The one the guy the guy that he left on the field every time he played. But I think the soap opera with him is way over over past. He, he needs to just they need to either pay him the one point two and he goes, or uh, or he accepts some kind of like I don't know half and and goes because I think this is uh, this is overdue.
3: Kenny?
0: Uh, I think the surprise signing I I mentioned earlier was, uh, how do you say it again? Mate?
3: Mate, mate, I think his name is.
0: Because I think he was really an unknown and he came out of nowhere. And I mean, I've never seen him really play. I don't know. You know, like we talked about, don't know really where he's going to mix in, if he's going to play or if he's just going to be another bench player. Um, If it was just an agent signing so someone can fill their pockets, I don't know. But uh, the surprise too of, of a player that's still there, Gabriel. I mean, I, I don't know what the
2: fuck <laughs> fucking
0: guy out. I mean, he's he I, clearly him and Jesus don't get along. I heard. I think there was there was another article that they just don't get along, or Jesus doesn't like his attitude. He's he's training separately. Yeah. Like, let's. I mean. Just like we get, you know, we pretty much took pino off someone else's hands. Just give him to someone, give him to Spartan. and give him to whoever wants him. Like, just get him off the team. I think he's bad mojo and and uh, bad vibes
3: on the squad. Yeah, I agree. Danny says you should probably trade him
2: for like a player from Braga to get.
3: I guess not going to take him. I saw that there was market for him in Brazil. Someone in Brazil wanted him, but he declined. He might go back to Spain. I don't know. But yeah, I agree. I don't think he has any spot in this team. I was hopeful of him when he started playing well with Bruno Lange, Um, but he just took a turn for the worst. Ever since his injury, I think he's just been a hot mess. Like he looks so out of shape. Like his passing completion is just terrible. Was it the decision- eye the eye injury? Yeah, yeah. his decision making no, is does terrible. That have
0: anything to do with skill? Like I don't get it. Like unless he's like playing blind on the field. But he know. was
3: stopped. Like he stopped playing for a little while. He was out for a little while, and you ever since wait. then. Ever since then, he's been terrible. I don't know what the hell's going on. Danny asks who this Lazaro guy is and the 7 million talking about with Inter. So the 7 million is Inter wanted 7 million for uh, Joe Mario. And then he, uh, Sporting was threatening to go to court if he went to Benfica because the anti rival clause in his contract, which FIFA had already uh, penalized Sporting for in a previous contract because they say that's not allowed. Um, but in order to basically avoid all of that court shit, uh, Rui Costa ended up going to Milan and having dinner with Rui Pedro Braz and the president from Inter. Um, and they basically agreed that, hey, we're going to rescind the contract with Joe Mario. He'll go to you guys for free. And, you know, one hand washes the other. And there's a rumor that he's not going to end up being free because Befica has kind of like an obligation to take someone off of Inter's books at some point. Um, to kind of offset that value of them not being able to make that seven million off of so, whether it's so. Trono so Lazaro is going to
1: cost like eighteen million. <laughs> so so
0: isn't, isn't that what isn't that what Louis got in trouble for? Like shady business like
1: that. But this is not shady. This is this, was, this is legit. I mean, they oh, resigned mean, contract. It's, I mean, it's it's one hand like, washes we, the other, we, right? We bought. It's common practice. Yeah. Some reason, Luis hey, we bought, got fucking let, Let's think, for think, it. think about this. Lazaro kid probably is going to cost us eighteen million. Who are we to say is not worth 18 million? We paid 25 million for Darwin.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough market. We shall
2: market. see, my friends.
3: We it's shall see. It's tough shop. market. Um, all right, moving on to the next topic. Just quickly here in the questions or comments. Danny says, told you guys he sucked when I saw him in Foxborough. He's top heavy. Um, Inter's president says they're not selling anymore. I heard that Lazaro also didn't want to come to Mefiki. He's waiting on his, on his other. Uh, options. Danny says, did you guys get that from <laughs> <laughs> Um, Do you guys think Bruno will have a successful go while at Wolverhampton? We'll leave that for a quick uh, chat at the end, Giuseppe. Um, in terms of the next topic, your expectations for the season. Um, with all the signings, uh, if Benfica gets past Spartak, uh, we will have played double the games that Spartan and Porto have played in the month of August. So A heavy month ahead of us if we get past Spartak. Um, I open up this question to you guys in terms of uh, kind of overall. Um, One, in terms of expectations going into the season, how do you think we'll do in comparison to what we had last year? Do you think the team's more balanced? Um, Formation-wise, where do you guys see that falling? Um, And uh, I'll leave the last one for the end, the point prediction. But uh, yeah. Jay, I'll start with you. What are your expectations going into this? Do you think we'll play a three-back? Do you think we'll, we'll, we'll lean more on a four-back? Do you think we'll play with two strikers? Do you think we'll play with three in the front? Um, How are you feeling?
2: I, I'm ex- Well, my expectations is definitely first place. We have to win this season, um, especially there shouldn't be any more excuses um, with anything. Hopefully we got some fans coming back into the stadiums going forward as well. Um, I, as far as a team, I expect our, I think we, we did pretty good in reinforcing our midfield. Um, that's especially one area that we struggled and we got another forward to add to our collection. Um, we just have to wait on see, I'm I'm hoping that they play with a three back system, to be honest. I kind of like the options going forward. I like how the team goes with, especially having, Luke, Lucas verissimo Otamendi and Vertonghen in the back. I really like that. Um I think Lucas Verissimo is going to be a stud um personally. I think he's going to be our best defender this season. Um but yeah, I just I'm excited overall. I just hope that we have better results and we got to get Champions League. We we need to we need to qualify even though we have two rounds that we have to get through. We have to get through this one first, but um my expectations is are high. I'm, I'm expecting them first place. I'm expecting them to be in the Champions League. I'm expecting Darwin to have a breakout season. So Oscar shuts the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even hoping PZ plays a lot better so I can shut the hell up. Okay. Um, but we'll see. It like I had these ex- expectations last season and it didn't pan out. And I'm just really hoping that this year is the year. All
3: right. Before I go to Kenny, um, if we play a back four. Who are your two center backs in that back four? The tank? Is yeah, he... tank.
2: tank. Oh, I thought you were asking Kenny. Um, okay. Luca and Otamendi. L- Lucas Verissimo, okay. Otamendi.
3: Okay. Kenny, expectations, and I'll ask you the same question. If we play a back four, who would your two center backs be? So,
0: so expectations for the season overall or for the, the upcoming Champions League match?
3: The season, we'll, right. we'll touch briefly on the Champions League. All right, so
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> the 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 goals are all the same. I mean, it's every year. It's win the league, win as many cups as you can, get into Champions League. Um, we just have we've created, you know, we've made it more difficult for ourselves this year with, uh, you know, qualifying into Champions League. So. Um, I think the biggest problem last year, like we've talked, everyone's talked about, everyone knows was the midfield. We've reinforced the midfield with a quality player that's played in Portugal and and João Madi, I think is going to be a big piece of that. Uh, but at the end of the day, I still think that there's clearly some weaknesses still on this team. I, I don't like we've, we talked about the right back, the left back position, you know, Grimaldo can be on one day and be off the next. Like he's not that good of a defender, but he's good going forward. So it all depends, you know, what, what happens there. If we, if we, um, you know, get another player or not. Um, But uh, I think it's going to be, I think, you know, everything, I still feel like it's a, it was a rushed preseason, even though we've had time to play, like we still, we've gotten a lot of new players in the last couple of days. Um, They, you know, it it, it almost kind of feels, you know, we got the whole Luis Livia thing, uh, distraction, with uh the the elections at the end of the year potentially so there's going to be a lot of distractions hopefully we can you know get over all of it and put ourselves back where we belong on top and and have a much better season play much better football and um those i mean that's really what i'm hoping for it's just not as not to be as embarrassing of a season as it was last year
3: if we play with two strikers lucas says here uh we've had the most success with jj playing in a 4-4-2 yeah um if we play with two strikers who are your two strikers kenny
0: yeah so i actually think it's going to be another season of a mix of a 4-4-2 and, and a uh, 3-4-3 depending on matchups um and i think we have we have a big team in, you know in players to p- play all those positions right i think he's he's set up the team where he can play those two systems when need be um 4-4-2 i mean i would i mean I've I've been a Darwin guy, right? I'm not going to give up on him now, but he hasn't he hasn't played. I think if if Yarmchuk starts um and you know, I'm assuming Seth leaves. If Seth if Seth stays, I'd like to still see Seth in there matched up with you know, a Yarmchuk or or, or Gonzalo Ramos, but I just don't see, you know, you can't just leave Darwin on the bench. So I assume Seth leaves and it's going to be a, a dupla of probably chuck and Darwin until Darwin shows that he can either do it or he can't, and then maybe Ramus steps in.
3: Okay. Before I go to Oscar, Jay, do you agree with that? Those two.
2: Hey, I I would probably go with Seth, but I, I would I'm obviously I'm all for having Gussalo ramo's play. Yeah, so yeah, I like those two options.
1: Oscar. Well, guys, I. Uh, looking at the preseason and we talked about the preseason games uh the in the last few weeks and whatnot we basically couldn't create offense i don't know if tank you you watch any of games so we play we play little from uh france we shot five times they shot nine we we on goal two times they hit eight on goal and we scored one goal um against against marseille we tied one one we shot three on go- three, three shots the whole game and and one on goal and that was the only goal that we scored that's that's to me it's not like this is the last game before before we play on on a champions league that's that's not enough that's not enough and and, and Mike, you said it yourself I only judged this team by the last two preseason games and if that and you said you saw a good a lot of positives, how can you say we tied Marseille at home 1-1, one, one, we shot one time on goal, be a positive, for this offense? It's not. Not when you spend millions and millions of dollars to create this team. Yeah, but how many,
2: minutes, how many minutes do these guys play?
1: They play with the starting 11 because that's that's uh, most of the guys that are available,
2: they play. Yeah, but when, when are they, how many minutes do they play? Do they play a half? Do they play? Yeah, like,
1: you're playing at home, I guess. And, and so, so is yeah, the other sometimes team. Sometimes
2: nothing happens in 45 minutes. You have to play the rest of the second half.
1: Yeah, but you shot one time on goal against no, Mercedes a game before the Champions League, which is a, a, a knockout. That's that's oh. not enough. That's not I, enough. I, so, I, I agree so, with that. so 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 to me, I would go with a three defensive uh, three backs, just because it, it allows you to create more offense. And obviously, my three backs is Verrismat, Mendy, Vertogen. Uh, in the middle now is Jean Mario. I feel uh, having that number eight it gives me an, uh, enough freedom for PZ to do whatever he can up uh, on the number ten role. So if we have uh, Weigl, Mario, and Pizzi as a triangle in the middle, with the top being Rafa and check out what this Yarmouk guy has to offer, Seforovic and Everton. That's my, my starting 11 to, to, uh, to attack the Champions
3: League. Damn. Okay. Wait. It's, you're on. saying I, that's the 11 for, for, for Wednesday? Tom-
1: for the Wednesday for, or okay, whatever okay. Okay, okay. that's, not, that's to, to attack this uh, Spartak. Spartak, look, I checked Spartak's stats too. They played Ruben. They lost 1-0. They had 13 shots, uh, eight against nine. Sh- nine chances created, one for Ruben, one chance. So Spartak's not a joke. They have a lot of offense, and they're not going to be easy to 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 uh to just go by this this round. Uh, we we have we have our hands full for this game. It's not going to be a joke. I think it's going to be a harder game than when we lost last year to the the Scrubs that we lost to.
3: Yeah, we'll touch on that quickly uh, before we jump into that. Um, I want to play a little game here with you guys. Um, what do you think the point total prediction will be for the season so just for context um i see benfica finished with 76 points in third first place at 85 second place at 80 um 2019 20 82 77 60 2018 87 85 74 17 18 uh 88 81 78 16 17 82 76 70 so Champion has ranged between 82 and 88. Um, I went back and looked at J.J.'s numbers since he was at Vefica. 2009-2010, he won the league with 76 points, 24, 4, and 2. Um, the next three years, he finished second uh, with 63 points, 69 points, 77 points. 2013-14, um, he won it with 74 points, 23, 5, and 2. 2014-15, he won it with... 85 points, 27, 4, and 3. And then last year, he finished with 76 and 3rd, 23, 7, and 4. Um, last year, ironically, was the largest amount of losses he suffered in the league for Benfica. The previous amount was three. So he had the most amount of losses. Um, he had uh, second most goals conceded in his tenure at Mayfica. Last time, they conceded 27 was in 2011-2012, and they conceded 31 in 2010-2011, but they normally have been 20 or less. Um, So, Jay, I'll start with you. What is your prediction in terms of points? So there's 102 points up for grabs in the whole season. What's going to be your prediction that you think we finish? So, again, champions in the last five years have ranged between 82 and 88. 87. Oscar?
1: I'm going to go 80.
3: Oy. Kenny?
0: I'll give him two more ties, 82.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 88.
1: You have high hopes. You saw a lot of good things this preseason.
3: My hopes, you did. <laughs> I did not. Um uh, we got about 10 12 12 minutes um and just just act-
0: i i do i'm on oscar's uh bandwagon this year like i'm okay. i'm going to be total jesus fucking out the door oh man if if like i'm i'm you know i gave him gave him a lot of excuses last year but this year i agree with everything he said this preseason was not as promising but i also i think that there was a lot going on and, and uh-
1: Oh, with the COVID, right? <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on that. I kind of agree with the that. He needs to win, L- or else he needs to L- see L- more.
1: This next three games, guys, three games, which is uh, two games against Spartak and Mudiayin's first game of the season, will dictate a lot of this season.
3: It will, but yeah. then again, last year we started off in a good form and it fell apart. I know,
1: but now, but that last year we had an excuse that he wasn't here long, long enough. The COVID. This yeah. year he's been here for a year had the whole team for a year and he could make connect the puzzle every however you wanted it. And, and this is what he did. So now this is all on him.
3: I don't yeah. want to hear no
1: more
2: excuses. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to produce. I, I'm on the same boat. He needs to or
3: else he's going to I agree. You spend, when you spend that much money on a coach and a coaching yeah. staff, you need results, right? The
0: main, I mean, for me, the beginning, I mean, getting into champions league is a must. Like if he wants to start yeah. off slow in the league, if if they, if if we had to choose right, it's g- got to be getting into Champions League. Got to Start off solo in the league, fine. Got to get into Champions League. So now, I mean, writing's yeah. on the wall. But
1: but then but then what do you do? You you we're paying this guy four million. It's gonna be another Samadhi story. <laughs> Pay me the four million, or I won't
3: leave. Well, I mean, that's it's.
2: That's when you can, you kind of cut your losses and you yeah move. yeah it, I guess but
3: then there's another four million. million. It is, but that's why we need to get into the Champions League, right? If we get into the Champions League and he sucks in the league, that financial cushion makes it less difficult, right? Do you if think we buy more players
2: too with that money if we do?
3: If we get into the Champions League, I wouldn't be surprised if we make one or two more signings before the end of the month, depending on if there's people that leave. I wouldn't be surprised. But Not I think big signings, it, just, just... No, but I think it'll depend on we prob- We'll
1: probably buy the Maserati guy. We'll we're probably bra- spend that kind of money on bra- with Braga. We'll probably I'd be would.
3: surprised. Maserati. But then you but then you have Weigel, uh, Maite and Al Musrati, and then João Mario. Uh, that's all yeah, lot but of guys. but you,
1: you think you think you think the, the might is gonna come in and start right away?
3: No, but you also invested seven million on them. Right, then yeah. You're mean, go spend, then you're gonna go spend twenty or whatever the hell they want for al Musrati. Plus you got Weigel, it costs you twenty five or twenty two. dollars usually I usually I do good, good enough.
2: We usually do pretty well in that position, I will say. The defensive mid?
3: Yeah. We've had some good ones over the we last had some ten really years. Really
2: good ones. Yeah. Javi, Matic, Fasia.
3: Enzo converted.
2: Yeah, Enzo. Like we had some good
1: dudes. Enzo was more of a box to box. He was playing with Matic. He he was, pretty
3: fucking, he was a machine in that spot. Yeah. Kenny, what were you to
0: gonna box. say? I was gonna say they could they could start, you know, looking at another center back because I'm still not hundred percent sold on for Tongan. And I mean Mendy's probably his last year here.
2: Dude, our number four is (laughs) Ferro.
3: Oh, God. Um, Wednesday, we go to Moscow to take on Rui Vitoria's Spartak Moscow. As Oscar said, they lost their first game. I actually watched that match. Um, I wasn't impressed, I'll be honest. Um, They were a team that doesn't use the center of the park very much. Um, They play very direct from their back line to their wingers, Quincy Promise and Victor Moses, fast players trying to play direct. Um, take advantage of that pace Um, they did create a lot of chances in the last like 10-15 minutes they were trailing they conceded a goal off a shot from outside the box and it deflected off the defender uh, and beat the goalie Um, but in terms of the collective uh, I wasn't necessarily impressed by them in that first game then again it was the first game of the season Um, I didn't get a chance to watch them this past weekend I think the team that they played against actually just came up Um, to the first division so but they scraped away with a one nil um, and i think they actually scored off a penalty Um, but like oscar said right these these russian teams are never an easy bone to chew especially in moscow Um, i imagine they're going to have fans in the stadium Um, one other note in this match um, since it's the pre pre elimination it's not technically considered the champions league so one thing you guys won't hear the champions league uh anthem before the match um, and there's no VAR in this match, or either of these matches, which I think is interesting because, right, we have the capabilities to have VAR in a friendly match between Befika and Casapia at the Seychelles, but we don't have the capabilities to have VAR in this type of match, right? There's a lot of money at stake, which confuses the shit out of me, but it is what it is. Um, for this match, we have taken with us Odiseas, Elton, Smilad, Grimaldo, Morato, Diogo Gonçalves, Vertonghen, Otamendi, Gilberto, Lucas Veríssimo, Tarat, Maite, Rafa, Pizzi, Jetson, Florentino, Gil Dias, João Mário, Weigel, Everton, Rodrigo Pinho, Vinícius, Saferovic, Valdez Schmidt and Gonçalo Ramos. Obviously, Yaram Schuch can't play yet. He will be able to play on Saturday um, against Moreirense. Uh, Benfica has removed Chiquinho from the Champions League list. Um, to replace him with Yadam so he can play in the second leg uh, next week against Spartak at home. Um, Kenny, I'll start with you. Oscar kind of gave us a synopsis on, on what he thought was going to happen in this game. How are you feeling? Confidence level zero to ten. Um, how do you feel?
0: I feel the same way as Oscar. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, dude, that this confident. kid,
3: he, he's been campaigning this whole offseason he's got kenny on his boat <laughs>
0: no i mean dude we, we we come off a bad season i mean it's still it, i mean i the preseason didn't go that well right i mean we didn't we didn't lose games but uh we didn't look that great um but then again it's preseason but yeah i'm nervous i mean it's 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 i don't i don't know it's just um I don't care how we do it. We just got to get it done. Like it could look ugly. I guess it can, it can be controversial. I don't care. I just, it needs, it needs to, it needs to go well for us on Wednesday. So, uh, on, so then when's the second leg on Saturday?
3: No. So Saturday we play Muda. in. So second leg's on the 10th, which is next Tuesday, which hopefully I'll be there for. So,
0: yeah, hopefully that game, like, you know, we, we got a, a comfortable cushion lead away goal, whatever it is. And, and, you know, we can play more comfortably, but, yeah, it's going to be an important, important match. Um, I don't, I really don't know what the lineup is going to look like. I mean, I, it's 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 really a toss up with Jazuzja. I mean, he 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 changed the, the roster so much last year. Um, playing four four two, then going back to the three, then it's just I don't know what he's going to do. So I'm curious to see how he starts the season, and maybe he'll maintain a more of a the you know a, a common starting eleven than he did last year. Because I feel like we have better. Quality players.
1: I, if I can, if, I, if you don't mind me chiming in, I think because this game is in Russia, right? The first game is away. Yes. I think this game he goes a four back uh he, I think he'll get he'll go with the with the Gilberto. The ba- I don't know if it'll be audio or late. I, I think he he Audi says not think
3: suspended for the first league Day game of the season. So yeah. that's why he's probably going to. go.
1: Okay, to so Audi is will be in the goal. I think it'll be the the whole Gil- Gilberto. Remember that, guys. It's going to be
2: Obviously,
1: Gilberto. I agree. Verissimo, Grimaldo, and I think he'll go with Vigo, Mario, and Pizzi. Okay, and I think uh, Rafa, Seth, and uh, and to be honest with you, I would, I don't I don't see who's if Everton starts because Everton hasn't played right, so yeah, Everton won't start. So it might be like a uh, I have no idea who's going to play on the left side since Serbizzo. Uh, who else do we have there? Luca maybe. If you could I'd... throw Luca. You could throw maybe Gonzalo Ramos playing. play Yeah, but I they'll think... play two strikers because I, I don't think Yarmoluk will start. I think Seth will start. He y- can't play. Yeah, he can't Adam, play.
3: Yeah, I'm sure it's not there. Unless, yeah.
0: unless Pizzi goes to the wing.
3: I disagree with you guys. I think he's going to go with three at the back and defensively will play with a five to be able to stop Quincy Promise and Victor Moses Pace. But right. who do you play there And then to stop those guys? So you, so you guys. play with the three backs, Odisea, or, uh, Otamendi, uh, Vertonghen, Lucas Verissimo, right. and then you have Gilberto on the right. You have Grimaldo, Grimaldo on the left. At the wing and backs. yeah. In the midfield, you have... Uh, Weigl and Joe Mario, five, six, seven. You got Gonzalo Ramos, I think, is going to start because he started every game pretty much. Um, Rafa and Pizzi, you think he starts with Gonzalo
1: Ramos and not Sefravik on this I game we he so can hold, good. he has to hold the ball up.
3: Dude, you have to play your fucking hot hand, dude. Gonzalo started, I think, every preseason game,
2: and he, he's been playing good.
3: He has right here. This guy, see, Lucas got my mind right here. This exact lineup.
1: I, I don't. I wouldn't mind that lineup. I wouldn't mind that either. I just my my, my thing is. I think I don't know if he if he starts Consalvo over Ferovic. That's that's my only thing. I think that lineup is what that lineup is probably one of my uh, oh, my favorite lineups. When does that year. Noah Wagle come to effect? It doesn't go. It doesn't affect this year. It's gone.
3: It's gone already.
1: Yeah. So you, you oh, can score. It, it can be
3: two two there, there one it, one here, and the wiggle. The, Wagle, the,
1: the Wagle doesn't nope. matter. But, it,
3: but but that already counts for the pre knockout.
1: I think so. I think it wasn't effective okay. now. So, so that means if we tie 2-2 two, two there and 1-1 one, one here, we still have to go to PKs. Oh. Damn.
3: We'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, um, look that
1: up.
2: Maybe – where did you find that on Ship he says? No, I mean yeah, I saw it on the record, record or, or a ball
1: <laughs> or something like that.
3: No, they definitely passed it. I just don't know if it, if, if it applies to only in the competitions or if it applies for the phases to get into the competitions. But it will be something we can take a look at. Yeah, we'll look at it. Lucas says 1-0, Rafa scores. Um, I'll start with you guys in terms of predictions. Um, Oscar, I'll start with you.
1: I think it'll be a 1-1 game. Are we keeping track again this year?
3: Oh, yeah. This is the first prediction. Back to the Prediction League. we got a full season now. Every official match is in there. Zekamp was won it last year. Jay came in close second. I thought he was going to take it, but they both predicted a win in the last game. So clean slate here. So 1-1 for Oscar.
2: I won the American trophy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jay, what's your prediction?
2: Uh we're we're doing uh Wednesday's game. I'm gonna go two zero.
1: Usika? Yeah. That's
3: fine. Because
2: that's that, that's zero,
3: two. zero, zero two, two.
2: Yeah. two. Kenny. I said 2-0 by fika, don't
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Get us straight. All right, I'll go zero one.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'll have to get Billy's uh prediction. He's sleeping right now in Portugal. Um, I'm gonna go. You know what? Luca predicted my lineup as well, so I'm gonna ride with him. I'm gonna go 0-1 Benfica as well. Luca Fortado. Um okay, that closes off Wednesday's game. Quickly, I just want to do quick prediction for actually, I'm gonna ask. Uh, there's a couple questions in here, and I just want an answer. I don't know. I don't want why. I don't want you to elaborate. Just give me an answer. Um, Gary, what player do you think will be the biggest disappointment this season? Jay. Peasy. <laughs> uh, dude, dude that, <laughs> Shut up. It Kenny. 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 Totally that came into uh, my head, dude.
0: Biggest disappointment this season?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's, that's longer Darwin. than than explanations.
3: I'm just trying to I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to
0: think. Like I think it's gonna be Vertongan.
3: That's a good shout, Oscar.
1: I am going to say Darwin. No, Darwin is a given <laughs> because he's hurt, and then you guys will say they probably got COVID because he was hurt. I get it. So it's a given. <laughs> but the biggest disappointment is gonna be probably this Yarman look guy, Yarma Chuck guy. Because mm-hmm. we have so much high expectations, just like Darwin, and then it's probably gonna be a disappointment. Wow, dude, i okay. every forward we get. No, I don't. And Pino's given, but Pino won't play. Okay.
3: I don't want to say Gilberto because you guys will say make, I'm always beating on dead horse. So I'm going to go with Kenny Schett. I think that's a good shot. I think Vertonghen is one of those guys that I think could be on that on that fence. He could uh, I,
0: he lose his spot to Morata.
2: Can I change my because I, I was yeah. going around with I would say Grimaldo.
3: Okay. Disappointment? Uh, he might not be here, so we'll see. <laughs> well, that um, maybe that's going to be a disappointment. All right. Got another one here. Again, yes or no? Jay, I'll start with you. Do you think Befica has done enough to overtake Sporting and Porto? Question from Giuseppe. I
2: sure fucking hope so. Um, I I think so. I think that they reinforce
1: where they need to be, so I say yes. Oscar? I say yes because Porto and Sporting haven't done shit to, to strengthen their teams.
3: Okay. Kenny?
0: thing's good guys. <laughs> Sporting's good. thing might have not, they, they filled their gaps, and I really like Ruben and Marin. They and lost now, their
1: best player. Pot's still there. Who are you talking about? Jo, jo Mario.
0: Listen, they they I think their challenge is gonna be the, the schedule, the games with uh with Champions League and, and the loaded the loaded um you know uh, Yeah it's,
2: it's it's not once a week anymore.
0: Right, but they're they're good, dude. They're good. I, I saw the the Super Tasa game. Um they're they I mean, I think they're for real. I hope the cliff is there this year, but <laughs> I hope it's another twenty years, but
2: Jonathan's
3: creep Jonathan's creeping he's waiting uh, according for. According to play.
2: Oscar according to Oscar, these they gotta climb it first. They gotta climb it to the top, and then that's when they fall off. Well right. Porto's
0: been quiet. I I don't know what Porto's really done, but oh, I think we can surpass them, but I think Spartan's still um they're the top dogs they're the, the ones to beat
3: <clears throat> all right uh one last rapid fire question this one's for me um who do you think is the breakout player of the season oscar
1: the breakout player of the season i think it's going to be rafa
3: okay Oh, shout out hi to amanda got a new listener new watcher. Hello, amanda. jay or kenny breakout player of the season
0: like just for Benfica or the top three. Yeah, Benfica. For Benfica. Uh I'm I'm listen. I was on the Darwin band I'm Yarmuchuk. Yarmuchuk. I'm going with okay.
3: him. Oh right. god. <laughs> <laughs> Jay. We have I'm to going, fucking
0: we have to nail one. I mean, we can't just keep getting going, one nails suck.
2: <laughs> I'm going with the guy that's gonna fix our midfield,
0: drawbody.
3: Okay. I'm going with Everton. I like think, that too. I think he has a breakout season.
0: That I like that one. I like that yeah. one. Like,
2: he started coming on late last season. I feel like he, he understands what the hell he needs to do.
0: Hey, the, can I ask the, one the, for Oscar? Oscar? Can I ask one for yeah. Oscar? Yeah. What would – because I know, you know, you know Darwin, to make it a successful season, you know, everyone wants to look at goals and assists and whatever. What would be a successful season for you, Oscar, for, for a new player like Yarmachuk? What would be
1: successful? Him being consistent. How, consist- How do you rate
3: consistency? Though?
1: Consistency is he get, gets his spot and doesn't lose it. Consistency is what Cardozo did. Started off bad, but then once he got his spot, he never he didn't lose it. Like, was Seth, was it? Seth, was numbers was numbers was
2: Seth consistent last year? Seth
1: is not consistent. Seth is not consistent. Twenty six goals. Last yeah, year. but dude, he was not cons- when we needed Seth. He didn't show up. When he needed Seth to like step up, he didn't. Like we all talk shit about him. He missed ten goals so, to so, score one.
0: So, but you wouldn't you wouldn't consider that successful season for him.
1: For him, yeah. personally wise, yes. But if he had scored his goals, we would have been champions. The goals that he missed, are sitters. He's he's practically the leading scorer of the league. I know, but he was like like look, Potts scored all those goals, but they were champions. Okay, so so if Seth scored the goals that he missed, that we all talked about here last year, we would be champions. hundred percent. Yeah, but what champions. about the
0: rest of the team? It's not just it's not yeah, just. Yeah, but we sport.
1: talked about Seth missing sitters, legit sitters that you don't miss as a professional, and he missed a lot of them. We all said it here.
0: So what would be? What would put, put a number on it? What would be a for a first season? season? For, for a first season, Yarmachuk
2: In all in all competitions.
1: In all, yeah. all competitions and for for a striker. And I'm not saying he's gonna do this. I mean, if if a striker that plays consistently, so it's not like in one game and then plays another, and then two weeks later, I want twenty plus goals for Benfica. As the first year. Okay. That's- for Yarmychuk. Yeah, for Yarmychuk. Like, that's I what I want to, that's what I wanted from Darwin. I think, I think, I think, I think that's,
3: I think that's a realistic expectation given that he's an international for Ukraine. Yeah. He's got experience, right? Like, if he can't come in and score in the Portuguese League 20 goals, I would agree with Oscar. I think that's yeah. a, that's a reasonable 100 uh, threshold. Okay.
2: Uh, it's, not, it's not terrible.
3: Fair enough. I was going to ask you guys in prediction, but I think that may change based on how things go on Wednesday. So I'll hold off on that one for now. Yeah. Um, boys that's been our our first one back let's see we got giuseppe says he's gonna get 20 goals That'll be um nice. we need darwin to not average more offsides than goals i agree. Um, totally shout agree out. let's see shout out to everyone here in the chat we had Joaquin at the beginning luca telmo giuseppe uh joe miguel who else we have in here gary um danny jumped in there as well who else am i missing Hey, Mike, Mikey
1: the Castro, your hat's coming. Mikey the Castro, yeah, Mikey the Castro, your hat's, your hat's well. coming. I
3: guess he wants the hat. JD, can't that forget, new Hayden hat. Can't forget JD. Um, we had a couple more. I'm Amanda, new watcher, new listener. Um, we had a couple, couple good comments in there. So thanks for 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 jumping into the conversation. Um, game on Wednesday. I. Will be across the pond as of Thursday. Um, hopefully, I will have a ticket to go watch Mefica Spartak for the second game. Um, hopefully, we can coordinate to do a um, podcast while I'm there or a few. I just have to figure out my wifi situation. Um, Wi Fi or wife? <laughs> both. <laughs> 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 um, and then we'll figure it out. I plan to, we'll probably do one live with the Portuguese crew while I'm there. Uh, season two of the Portuguese podcast begins tomorrow, 4.30 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, don't forget to check us out on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Facebook. We are knocking on the door of 15,000 followers. We're at, before we came on, we were at 14,700. So we're getting close. Um, hopefully, we can break that 15,000 mark soon. Um, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, uh, on Facebook we'll continue 1904 because they limited my amount of characters, um, and on Instagram we'll continue by as always. Um, boys, it was a good initial conversation, a lot to cover, hopefully next time we meet there'll be a smile on our face with a victory against Mordidens, a positive result against Rui Vittoria and the Russians and uh, hopefully we're well on our way to the next round of qualification for the Champions League.
0: Hey, one, one, one thing to add. I know a lot of people want to, you know, Luis Felipe out of there, start a new era. This could be the start of a new era under Rui Costa. So hopefully everyone can uh, get behind each other, behind the team, and get a fresh start this season. And we, we, we start off hot. Because hey. I, like God, I, I just can't deal with these Spartanistas. It might be worse than the Portuguese.
2: Hey, dude, they, they're already saying that Joe, your, your cousin's already saying Joe Mario wasn't that special. He's not
1: that great. He did. He leaves the team, he leaves the team and he sucks now. I guess.
3: No, he's just trying to, to trick us. No, it, it, it's,
1: it's not going to work. We all know Joe <laughs> just, it's, 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 it's <laughs> great.
3: And, and Giuseppe asked me, Will Arsenal finish above Tottenham this season? I don't want to talk about Arsenal right
1: now. okay love <laughs> <From> the local here. did I do? Wait, th- th- didn't Tottenham get a Portuguese coach?
3: Yeah, Noon street Descent.
1: Yeah, then they're definitely finishing it both, but honestly.
3: No. Amanda says don't hate on Portuguese. Porto. <laughs> um, yeah, boys, we will chat again in a week. Thanks everyone that was listening, watching. Don't forget to follow us, subscribe, like, everything. Share this if you liked it. If you didn't like it, share it too. Um, we can reach more people. And we will catch you guys in a week. And don't forget, tomorrow, Portuguese podcast, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 21.30, local time in Portugal. And we will catch you guys next week. See you, boys.